Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Minus, a Disney podcast where we go through every film in the Disney Plus catalog. I'm Dan, aka Dead Man's Chungus. <laughs> I'm Steven, and I may not smell children, but it does smell like Teen Spirit in here. And I'm Kat, and it's such a gorgeous morning outside. Makes me sick. <laughs> yeah. We watch Tokus Pocus. <laughs> Officially, the first two times I've ever seen this movie, and it's all right, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm not it sure if cute. I would. Yeah, I'm not sure if I would call it like quality cinema, but it was really fun. Yeah, I was a little nervous at first because, like, someone else I known had like watched this movie for the first time uh, earlier this week. Well, last week, but and they did not enjoy it as much. But you know. Ooh. It was pretty all right. Had some... Yeah. Was a bit 90s in some good ways and some bad ways, but it was fun. I'll probably still, I'll probably still uh, poke fun at my mom for liking it, but, I mean, yeah, that's just families. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it had a little bit of everything. Like, it still had the humor, it had the music, it had some dark stuff in there, and it had a few adult jokes. Oh, you mean like how... Uh, spoilers for when we get to it in a couple minutes... You mean like how when the Sandersons get executed, we did still on screen? I was yeah. talking more about uh, the sister saying that they desire children and the bus driver going, it'll take me a few tries, but I'm game. <laughs> God, that dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, w- I like did like, I watched this video, someone in the Discord linked about the film's production. Uh, this, this like, concept was shopped around for like a decade and eventually it finally got a movie in 93 only for the movie which is very explicitly a halloween movie it takes place on halloween it's all about halloween they decided that since they were airing the nightmare before christmas that that halloween the same year they decided to uh they decided to show the film in July. <laughs> that was. I mean, up. I've heard of Christmas in July, so I guess close enough. I guess. It also, was... random fun fact: this movie was directed by the same guy who would go on to do the High School Musical series. Oh, huh! Didn't know that. I... Nice. It is also worth noting on that uh, some of its competitors in the summer of 1993 were. The original Jurassic Park. Uh, oh, I can't remember the other films they mentioned. Just Jurassic Park. Um, but like, it did. It was up against some serious competition. Uh, right. It actually gained most of its popularity in like years later, in like in like okay, DVD yeah, sales and TV airings. Yeah, when they the started doing the thirty-one days of Halloween on Disney Channel. Uh, yeah, and 13 Nights of Halloween on ABC Family. It's... They... Uh, one thing that I thought was really fun they mentioned in the production is, like... Well, I'll get to it when we get to the character, actually. But... Yeah, it's... It's neat. Um... Actually... Um... 
Did we want to say anything else before we get into it? Uh, I don't think I had anything else. Mm, I don't have any more trivia at the moment. Hmm. All right. Cool. Cool. Then let's get into it. Uh, the movie starts in uh, the movie starts in the year sixteen ninety three. Uh, a young man in a in Salem, Massachusetts, wakes up realizing his little sister is missing. Uh, Excuse me. Oh goodness. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, no, it is sort of funny. This one starts out kind of like some of the fairy tale movies or the princess movies do, where it like zooms in on it, or it's got like a book that is sitting there almost like it's about to read us a story, but then it just opens up and instead it's just a witch shadow flying over the landscape. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this young man realizes his little sister Emily is still missing. And he looks out into the woods, and smoke is rising. He realizes there's something going wrong. His sister's in danger. Uh, he, like, runs into the wood. He, like, lets one of his other people... I don't know if this is, like, a friend or a relative or what, but... he tells It's either other- a friend or a neighbor. Right. But, yeah, he tells that guy to basically... Okay. Yeah, he tells that guy to go get the adults, and then he takes off on his own. Yeah. Uh, he heads into these woods, and he, like, he does trip and tumble like a moron on the way in. <laughs> Be nice to he, does, he does, and I, I must have missed it, because I don't remember why, but... During the entire next scene where he's spying on what's going on, the dude is just very, very wet. Yeah, it's because he, like, tripped and fell in a whole bunch of, uh, Massachusetts forest. Uh, <laughs> fair. Yeah, uh, it, he, like, spies on this mysterious shack in the woods where three witches have, are are about to, like, create some sort of spell or potion. Uh, their names are Winifred, or Winnie, who is the eldest and leads them. Uh, Mary, the middleest, who is a little chunky, has, like, this weird... They all have... Winnie has, like, this, like, fucking Queen Elizabeth hair. It's great. I uh, know. <laughs> Mary's got this hair that looks like a pumpkin stem. And... <gasps> Yeah. I what? did not make that connection. Yeah, I only made that connection thanks to, like, watching the video someone linked in the Discord. <laughs> oh, uh, goodness. And then there's Sarah, the youngest, who's a bit ditzy. Um, and I would say she's a bit, like, ah, not a great character, but uh, Deandra Ducks, whatever her name was from Buffy... I mean, this would be long, at least five years before Buffy, mind you, but that's what I got. That's the vibe I got from uh, Sarah. Not quite there. Uh, uh, the uh, 
Hedwitch has this book that is basically the Necronomicon. It's bound in human skin. It has an eyeball sticking out of it. And yeah. it, can, it contains forbidden lore. Uh, apparently it sleeps. Yeah. Because she doesn't have to wake it up and it's like... I don't know, it's a neat little quirk. I kind of dig it, but at the same time, I'm like, would they not have been able to use the magic if it were asleep? Like, could y'all not just let it nap? Hmm. Maybe... Nah. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. Maybe it... I mean, it does seem to be a living thing. Maybe, maybe yeah. she has to awaken it to open it up. Maybe? Uh, I guess so. I don't know. I don't think it's it, her being a jerk, because she does talk to it like... Almost like if you had your kid that was taking a nap. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, Winnie, she's very, she's generally very rude to everyone, but, like, she seems to, like, care about the book, which I think is supposed to be, like, handed down from Satan. They sold their souls to Satan. Okay, yeah. Yeah, That's probably. how they got their powers. That makes sense. Uh, they're doing some witchcraft. Uh, there's... They have to get, like, dead man's toes, and they have to bite off their own tongues to, to like, make the potion. Yeah. Uh, they, fe- they feed it to the little girl, Emily, who is, like, I don't know. I, she's not, like, tied up. She's just, like, in their thrall or whatever. Yeah, um, I guess they must have yeah. her, like, semi-hypnotized. Yeah, because yeah, that makes sense. Sings, we hear her singing towards the beginning. Oh, that's, okay. oh, that's, a, that's oh how Sarah Lewis in. She sings. That's the whole "Come, Little Children." Yeah, I I missed that part. Holy shit! Wow. Okay. Yeah, I knew she did that later in the movie, but I definitely missed it happening earlier. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I didn't even know it until I went back and like did some reading up on it after I watched the movie, and it's you can faintly catch her at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. There. Yeah, it's not it's not big like it is later in the movie. Yeah. They establish that this like potion they've brewed is is necessary to, like, steal youth from, from, like, children so they can become younger and live forever. Yeah. So, like, in behind-the-scenes, like, promotional material, they actually revealed, I don't know if you guys knew this, but they revealed who the sisters' fathers are. All three of them have different dads. Ah, Winnie was a Winnie's dad was a warlock. Mary's was a bloodhound. What? The, did, and like, Sarah's was Sarah's was the was the village idiot. <laughs> by bloodhound, do you mean a literal dog or? Yes. Oh, oh dear. All right. Well, okay. All right then. It kind of explains the sniffing thing, like how she's the one able to find the find the children. Oh, that is right, deeply kind of does. I'm just like, um, you know, a warlock and an animal and village idiot, <laughs> which explains a lot. This doesn't mean for the other two. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Dole. Uh, yeah. Uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Yeah, I just found that and that, I thought that was funny. Oh, yeah. So I was talking about witches on Tinder. Look that up. It's by Worth the Kids. It, there's a really... I don't really need to explain it. It's... You can... Anything I could explain could easily be just... Explain just by watching it. It's like two minutes. But in the meantime, they've got this potion that steals their youth, uh, or that steals youth from children, and they use it on Emily. They suck all the life out of her to make themselves yeah. young. 
Uh, yeah, and I do kind of like since they share, they don't really de-age a whole, whole lot, like maybe 10, 20 years. Yeah, they just become younger. Uh, then the young man, whose name is, uh, I should mention now, is Zachariah, it's, er, no, no, it's, it's not Zachariah, it's, it's Zachary. Zachary. Yeah. Yeah, Zachary. Zachary, Zachary Bates. It's old school, but I do dig that name. <laughs> yeah. I know, I mean, dude. If I ever get another black cat, I'm going to name it Zachary. Do it. All right, sure. I'm totally uh, going to do it. Yeah. Uh, or Salem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well. But yeah, Thackeray, uh jumps out of the shadows trying to fight him off. Gets, when he like, hits him with force lightning, basically, and not... <laughs> She sure like, <laughs> Yeah, like uh basically like I mean it's it's a really short fight. Like he runs in, tries to fight them off, and she's just like nah and like sends him flying back. I'm gonna say flying, but like knocks him back into the wall, I think. Oh, another random thing about Thackeray, you know, he's played by one actor, but he's voiced by Jason Marsden because about halfway through filming they decided that his character needed to have a British accent. And the physical actor couldn't do it. Like, he couldn't make it sound realistic. So they brought in James, uh, not James, Jason Marsden to do the voice. Oh, goodness. That's silly. Who will also be popping up later on in Lion King 2 because he was Kovu. Oh, huh. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. And Goofy Movie. He was Max. Oh, holy shit. No. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. So we'll be, see we'll be seeing Mr. Marsden again at some point. <laughs> uh... Full disclosure, I, depending on how things go in the coming months, assuming someone else doesn't pick it or we don't get it randomly picked, I do have a specific time frame in mind for when I want to select the Goofy movie. Or a Goofy Ooh, okay. movie. The first one? Yeah. I love the Goofy movies. Yeah, it is good. Anyway, so Thackeray gets sure you can buy the witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets like hit with force lightning. Uh, they they put a spell on him. Uh, I didn't write down the exact like words for it, but essentially the idea is they turn him into a cat, so he'll have to live forever with the guilt of what of his failure to save his sister. Yeah, he, he gets his magically assigned persona. <laughs> and technically, they did not make him immortal. They gave him nine million lives. Oh. Oh, was that it? Yep. That's funny. That's actually, that's pretty good. Huh. All right, then. Uh... <laughs> Explains how he can shake off some of the abuse he gets in this movie. I know. He gets hit by a bus. He... Yeah, and he's he annoyed at the most. <laughs> I know. He acts like it's happened before. He's definitely and, gotten and hit have. with a bus before. At least at exactly. least three at least a few dozen, half a dozen. Yeah. The, at that point the villagers show up to uh take vengeance on the witches and they get they are taken to the gallows where... like immediately, which fair. Right. Which was actually more accurate to what they actually, how they actually disposed of witches during the witch trials. Yeah. They were more likely to be. Yeah. yeah, this is Salem, Massachusetts. I guess this is this universe's version of the witch trials, which is, 
I guess preferable. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess this time around, it doesn't mean that they got some real ones. So, right. Yeah. Uh, just as they're up there on the gallows, Winnie like casts out this spell that essentially in, in what I'm, it's something like on the, Oh, here it is. I have it written down. Oh, okay, cool. On All Hallows' Eve, when the moon is round, a virgin will summon us from the ground. I don't have the full thing, I just have that part. But, but like... That is the basic gist of it. Like, someday there will be a Halloween where it's the full moon and a virgin... I think they mentioned the candle in the spell? I don't remember. But a virgin will do something that causes them to be brought back. Yeah. I don't remember if they come out and say that they have to light the candle. I, yeah, I didn't write down the whole thing. Um, but it's at this point that uh, I the drums, containers, whatever they're standing on, get knocked over, and the witches are hung. They are dead. Yeah, and the camera like shows us basically everything from the knee down. Yeah, like it doesn't do like some of the animated movies will, where it like cuts away, like no, nope. or like the silhouette, like they did in Tarzan. Yeah. So we can't kinda... traumatize the kiddos too bad. Yeah. It this movie is a little spooky for for a Disney movie. Uh uh so we cut ahead to the present of nineteen ninety-three. Uh. And, and uh a teacher is telling the story of what just happened to uh her students. Uh, she's like really performative at, except there's one cool teen who's skeptical about all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he doesn't buy it. He says, witches are fake. And like the entire class acts like he's the crazy one. And it's like, I know the nineties were a while ago, but like, it was pretty common to not believe, to not really believe in witches back then, right? Yeah, maybe it's just because this is Salem. Maybe? I, I know that it's a big be- deal there, but no, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, in, either, in any case, he's totally ruining the mood of this cool story. Total uh, <laughs> buzzkill. He's got a tie-dye shirt and a, and he's, like, writing down the Grateful Dead like I know it's the early '90s, but oh my god, that shirt! <laughs> well, the the teacher does like immediately call him out for being from California. Oh, that explains a lot. Yeah, like I forget exactly what she says, but yeah, it's something like your hippy dippy tie dye LA attitude or something like that, <laughs> and like, <laughs> all right, like, ouch, go for the jugular. But uh, but yeah, so the kid asserts that um, Halloween was just invented by the candy companies and they're silly for buying into the idea of witches. And then this girl, like a couple rows away, honestly kind of owns him by just, by just standing up and going, nah, it's because All Hallows Eve is when the is when the dead can walk the earth and everyone and it's. It literally, it's framed like one of those copy pastas that you see online where it's like, yeah, I totally owned this guy and everybody clapped, except the entire class does clap. <laughs> Fuck, it is. Oh my god. It's true, I was the chair. 
And to further, to uh, go a step further with this totally real story, uh, the uh, cool teen walks up to her and gives her his number. And he, he, says, he says his name is Max Dennison. So I guess we kind of had to, uh, when, sc- when the uh, cl- school day is over, and uh, Max and the girl like start talking to each other. It's a bit of a almost rom com dialogue where his name's Max, her name's uh, Allison. I mean, props to him for actually just giving her his number instead of whining about it for most of the movie. True. But then he asks for her number and she gives him his back. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. The number in her possession, so technically she gave him her number. Yeah, sure. And then we get a whole biking sequence where uh, Max bikes around uh, the town of Salem. But he stopped at, is it a graveyard? Yeah, he's like, he like cuts through a graveyard, I guess it's a shortcut or something. And, and like these two 90s version of dude bros are just hanging out. And I kind of got to wonder what they were doing in the graveyard before he showed up. Do we really want to know? I mean... They're probably just hanging out being dumb, but like probably maybe they were maybe it's a common shortcut and they're just being a toll service. That's just a random theory I'm spouting off the top. But I don't know. These <laughs> two... because, oh dude, it's Halloween. Let's go hang out at the cemetery after school. Oh yeah. These two rude dudes who are gays <laughs> I do not respect. Rude dudes. <laughs> uh their names are Jay and Ernie. But then Ernie says, no, my Don't name's not Ernie. It's Ice. And he turns <laughs> yeah. he turns around and you see the word Ice shaved into the back of his head. <laughs> it's so dumb. That was bad. That was so bad. I, I, it, it works for the character, I'll say. It does. It works for the character. But, like, this kid had to sit there the entire... Because we see it again. I mean, anytime that he, like, turns the back of his head toward the camera... So the entire time they were filming this, he had to have ice shaved into the back of his head. I guess so. No parent would ever, in their right mind, let their kids shave their nickname (laughs) into the back. I mean, that would be me going around with bugs shaved in the back of mine. Oh, I fully believe he had uh, Jay do it after school one day. Oh, yeah. I love that. (laughs) Okay. It was so bad. Yeah, so Jay and Ice, like, they're like, hey, you're from California. You got any bud? <laughs> and Yeah, they ask, him, they ask him for beer and a couple other things. And when Max says no, no they're just like, well, what good are you? <laughs> I don't think it's like beer. I think he, they're asking for weed because like he then says, oh, I don't duh. smoke. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah, duh. Yeah, uh, and then they're like, Plus "Hey, same with the whole hippie thing." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, give us some cash," and he says, "I don't have any cash." That was the second thing. Okay. Yeah, and they see, "Hey, those are some cool sneakers," and they force him to go barefoot, which is legal. Um. Yeah, it doesn't even show, like, how they got it off of him. It just cuts from, hey, those are some nice shoes, 
to a close-up on his feet, no longer wearing the shoes as he bikes away. Yeah. I will, I will note that he is not barefoot legal. He is wearing socks, which is also legal. Uh, yeah. True. <laughs> now I'm so, just picturing, like, getting your toes pinched in the bike, though. Oh. Ooh, right? Yeah. yeah, that cannot be a comfortable uh, ride home. Uh, no. Yeah. Goes home to his parents, and they're like, hey, how was your day? And he says, it sucked. Shut up. <laughs> Good old PG swears. Um, <laughs> I know his parents are like, hey, watch your language. And I guess in fairness, around this same time period, my mom didn't want me to say the word sucks. <laughs> Which, of course, because me and my brother were little, just prompted us to start saying everything sucked. Of course. Right. Uh, what you do the minute you find a new swear word you use it every chance you get even if it may not necessarily fit the situation basically but yeah Max goes upstairs in a huff and his mom yeah his mom notices hey he didn't have any shoes on his dad's like huh maybe it's the style like your son was mad he's not wearing any shoes it's not the style listen Plus, he was wearing shoes when he left that morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I I think he, like, says hi to some pets of his. I can't tell if he has, like, bugs or something or crustaceans or just, like, little lizards. They, you can't really tell. Yeah. Some kind of creepy curly. Yeah. Uh, he spends a moment fantasizing about Allison. But yeah, he does do that. Yeah. And then he's stopped by his little sister, Danny. <laughs> uh, Danny wants t- him to take her out trick-or-treating. And he gets so mad that he just has to play a good set on the drums. Uh, <laughs> he, d- he does. He just starts drumming to avoid his sister. Yeah. They argue back and forth for a bit, but... Uh, Danny's able to win out because she just screams for her mom in the loudest voice possible. I also I can't, I'm not a hundred percent sure on this house situation. Is she like living it? Is her bed in like a little loft section above his, or are they separate rooms? I can't really tell. I want to say they've got separate rooms, but his does have a staircase going up into that little loft. Yeah. All right. Uh. Yeah. So. Of course, uh, Max has got to take his little sister trick-or-treating. Lame. Uh, (laughs) And he just wears regular clothes, and like when his dad asks, he's like, whatever, I'm a rapper, okay? (laughs) And his dad's like, oh, well then your hat should be sideways. (laughs) And and actually like grabs it and turns his hat. Uh, yeah, embarrassing dads. <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's not e- that's not even my favorite moment from his dad. We'll get to that. Oh, oh God. Okay. It's uh, it's at the Halloween party later. I just like oh, what he right, calls right. himself. Uh. So Max is forced. To, Max is like taking Danny out. Uh, trick or treating. Uh, the next thing I have noted is like later that night while they're trick or treating. They, they run into Jay and Ice again, who are 
busy ruining Halloween for a lot of kids. Yeah, they're just like hanging out at a house and then harassing every kid that comes away from it. They're just yeah. being dicks. Little yeah. shits. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they're just like demanding candy from kids or something. Uh... Basically. So Danny decides that she's going to stand up to him and look tough. And does the whole like, oh, you don't want to mess with me. I've got my big brother. Unknowing, not knowing that he was thoroughly owned by them before. Uh, he's like, he basically gets, what's the word I'm looking for? Humiliated in owned? front of, he gets humiliated <laughs> by Jay and Ice. Uh, he has to give up his, the candy bag he was carrying uh, so they leave him alone. Uh, that right there is where I cut a bitch. You do not mess with my Halloween candy. <laughs> Halloween Bear. candy is serious business. Yeah. Danny's having an absolutely miserable time. And she like goes off to... She goes off and like Max follows after and... They, they have a nice bonding moment where... Max talks about how much he misses L.A. and all his friends from there. Uh, it's a nice scene. It is, actually. That that scene is pretty cute. Mm-hmm. But then they realize, oh, wait, we're in front of a really big house. Hey, let's go trick-or-treat here and see what they got. And when they go inside, I, I swear I've seen this set before in other movies from, like, around the same time period. I want to say probably Home Alone or Christmas Vacation. It's... They, I think they said in the video that, in the, like, production, in, like, the video about the history that got linked before, which, frankly, I should include at the show notes now that I'm thinking about it, uh, that, like, a lot of this was, like, there were, like, several parts that were, like, shot in, like, what was it? And, like, this, like, town used for sets. Oh, uh, Okay. Uh, the interior of the man, the exterior is like an act is like based on an actual mansion in Massachusetts. The interior oh. is from some place in Pasadena. <laughs> nice. California. <laughs> oh, dang. If only he had known Max was home. Really, Steven? <laughs> hey, I don't think Pasadena is too far away from LA. Hmm. It's Wait, is Pasadena in LA? Uh, Pasadena. City in California. Uh, I think it is in the general area of... I think so. Sounds yeah, right. Of Los Angeles. A bit... They're only about... It's about 16 minutes away from Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, there you go. See, so if only he had known. Yeah, he could have just... Totally different movie. He's just gone outside and ridden his bike all the way back home. Uh, <laughs> Are you guys? I'm going. <laughs> they go into the rich house and there's a rich person party where they're all dressed in like uh, colonial outfits. Yeah. They. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh. They spot the candy bowl, and then they spot Allison, who's on candy duty. Um, uh, what else was I going to say? Uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Uh, <laughs> let me check my Did we do our train of thought? 
Yes, I did lose my train of thought. Thank you. Uh, it's okay. As long as we stay paused, we don't have to get to a line that someone wrote for an actual little girl. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's... I'm looking at my notes, and that's the next line, huh? Yeah, here it is. They have a little girl talk about Allison's breasts and how Max likes them. Oh, the the Yubas? Yubers? Yabos, something like that. Yabos, right. Yeah, Yeah, it does does a thing where um, Allison compliments Danny's witch outfit, which, in fairness, is a pretty good witch outfit. It's a nice outfit. And then Danny's like, and I like your dress. I could never wear it, though, because I don't have... What did you call them, Max? Yabos? I hate it. Why did they do this? Danny um, was such a little troll. She uh, she was the entire rest of the movie. I love how much of a troll she is. But it's like, y'all really wrote this line for a little girl, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, they already have her constantly teasing her brother about being a virgin. And the kids... They do that. They, they really dedicate a lot of time to talking about how this teenage boy has never gotten his dick wet. And he's only 15. <laughs> but speaking of that uh allison (laughs) talks about how they used to like have a museum over by over by uh always over that used to be like the sanderson sisters home that's the name of the witches by the way uh oh yeah uh and so like max is like hey why don't you take me to this old museum that that went out of business that that'll be a good date danny like and in fairness to danny agreed but danny super doesn't want to go right there's a joke about how about how in order to like get her to go next year they're going as wendy and peter pan and it'll be with tights uh which I suppose is preferable to without. Um, yeah, true. Uh, yeah, so they head off to the Sanderson, uh, the Sanderson Museum, I guess I'll call it. Uh, it's a spooky old abandoned. It's the set from before. Oh, uh, actually, speaking of like production stuff, uh, they built. They basically built an entire house for. For the set of this film, oh, I love when they do that. That's cool. Yeah. They like did all the, put all this work into like making it look like old and abandoned. Uh, they set up a whole like field around it so they be able to do stuff like in the immediate area. Uh, in fact, all of the graveyard scenes are also in this uh, area. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's basically, I guess, like, supposed to be their actual house that just got converted into a museum over time, which, I mean, fair, would be easier than having to move everything. It's a tourist attraction. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they do it all the time nowadays. Like with Shakespeare and Lincoln's homes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess so. I remember going to a museum some years ago that was some artist's home. Uh, I've been to George Washington's. I forgot the name of the place now. Okay. Uh, Not important. Not the point. Yeah. So (laughs) Max steals a lighter, which does it kind of stealing if the place is abandoned, but probably still technically owned by like the bank or something. 
I don't know, and frankly, I don't care because fair. <laughs> I think technically you can still get in trouble if you get caught, but I think for the most part, yeah. people aren't going to like mess with it because it's like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Um, squatters' rights. Uh, there we go. But yeah, um, Danny's spooked because honestly, same. Um, <laughs> Max is still trying to look tough, and he just says, it's all a bunch of Hocus Pocus. Title drop. Yeah, and I was like, ah, he said the thing. Hey, <laughs> he said it. They look at the book, which at this point is, like, firmly established as having been bound in human skin. Uh, yeah! It's the fucking Necronomicon. I love it. It is. <sighs> it's... Yeah, it's like, it's just, it's a Disney version of the Necronomicon, which, for some reason, has a whole ass eye in it. Mm -hmm. uh, which, I mean, I guess is better than the Necronomicon having a horrifying fa entire face, but still. That yeah. is actually from Winnie's ex's brother. Uh, oh. Wait, did it? The oh. eyeball is. Wait. Oh, okay, yeah. It, they said it was made from the fat of a hanged man. <laughs> uh, they it's the black flame candle and when lit by a virgin on Halloween night will raise the dead and so just to fucking and get everyone's goat uh, uh, Max tries to light it he's almost stopped by uh, the cat uh, uh, I keep forgetting it Binks. We can just call him Binks. Yeah. Yeah. I keep writing his name down as Zachary for some reason in my notes. Zachary. I'll go with Binks because they call him Binks later on. Uh, like, Binks tries to stop him, but he lights it anyway, like an idiot. And, like, and, who doesn't take getting attacked by a cat as an omen? Yeah. And because he's a virgin, mwah mwah, uh, <laughs> he. Re he resurrects the witches. Uh, I really love these witches. They're they're very they extra. Uh, I, I mean, mean, when one of them is played by Bette Midler, they can't not be extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, Bette Midler is Winnie. Um, I do not remember the lady that plays Mary. I don't know if I've seen her in anything else. But then Sarah is played by Sarah Jessica Parker. Hang on. I just had who played. Uh, I just had who played her. Uh, Kathy Najimi. Najimi. That was it. Which like the name sounds familiar, but I can't place her at the moment. Right. Oh, she voices Peggy Hill on King of the Hill. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. Cool. And she was in Cats Don't Dance. Who was she in Cats Don't Dance? Huh. I'm going to bet Tilly. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, distraction, I know. Oh, no, please <laughs> go on. This is actually really interesting. Yep, called it. She was Tilly in Cats Don't Dance. All nice. right. Love yeah, that movie. I, it said in the production notes that, like, she was, like, a fan of... Bette Midler and like, like 
she was like really excited to uh perform with her and like she tried to, she channeled like her like nervousness into her acting which is why uh Mary is like the sort of nervous second in command ah oh, that's really good also could fall into the whole you know her dad being a bloodhound thing cuz you know kind of like she sniffs around oh, she, she finds the kid she stays by her side by her sister's side cuz she's loyal uh uh-huh. maybe I looked up pictures of bloodhounds earlier. Well, when you were saying that, they they all look so good. They got they are they look like good boys. Uh, they, uh, Winnie wakes up the Necronomicon and takes it with her. Well, not quite. She wakes it up, but uh, they're about to do that when Mary smells some children. They like, they like confront Danny and one. I think Mary says like, it's like stay for dinner or, and she's like, but I'm not hungry. And he said, but we are. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is, that's a really good line. Mary definitely canonically eats children. Uh, You know, explain why she's the biggest of the three. I guess and why none of their victims' bodies are ever found. Hmm. Considered. Possibility. Uh. In other words, this is what we call an "oh crap" moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little bit. To Max, Danny's credit, she does try to play it off and like pretend to be the wit- uh, pretend to be another witch, but. I mean, she's a tough little kid. Yeah. Yeah, that works for all of like ten seconds, but well, she tried. Points for trying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt, Max gets zapped with Fort Lightning and stuck to a wall. Uh, Danny and uh, Danny and uh, Binks try to fight off against the witches. Max is able to like scare them away by setting off the sprinklers. Yeah, he tells them it's like, um, I forget exactly what it was he, what it was he like said to make it sound scary. It was something like burning rain or something like that. Hmm. All right. But yeah, basically, it, since they don't know sprinklers, it like scares them out of, into leaving the room and gives them time to grab the book and run off. Yeah. Yeah. They run, witch, run. <laughs> yeah. They escape, and then we get like some the witches like trying to. They're like looking for them. They run and sink. Uh, they come across a paved road and they're like, oh no, oh no, is this going to, are we going to sink in this? And I think Winnie just pushes Sarah ahead so that, to see if she'll sink into it. Both Uh, of them. They both shove Sarah to what they think is probably her death. Feeling the family love there. Then they hear a fire truck and get scared off. Uh, so, back with the kids, Binks leads them all to the graveyard, and then gives exposition. It's at this point we find out Binks can talk. I think, like, officially the thing is, like, Binks can talk, but, like, only to them because, like, they brought back the witches. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And he, for the... 
thing about the thing about him talking is like they took like footage of one of the like trained cats they had on set and like it they used a mix of animatronics and like putting over a digitized face it's it looks really weird and in my humble opinion not very good but nah. but you know this this did in fact like this like tech would end up playing a role in like other stuff like like i know some of it was used for like s- this tech was like used for salem and sabrina the teenage witch for example oh, okay that makes sense yeah uh, uh banks like give some exposition about the whole situation uh they he like points out this grave that this is the grave of billy butcherson who who is like was like in a relationship with Winnie, but then he cheated on her with Sarah. So uh, Winnie poisoned him and sewed sewed his mouth shut with a dull needle, so he could never pass on his secrets in the next life. I mean, seems reasonable. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that's not overkill at all. It's it's extra, which is, and she's a witch, so she kind of has to be extra. Again, yeah, that's bad yeah. Uh, that was like almost Radigan level extra. <laughs> Still nobody more extra than them, but. Any good villain knows how to be extra. Uh, you have to be. It's part of the profession. Oh, Lord. Speaking of extra, I just found out more trivia, but I will wait till the end of this. All right. Oh, no. Alright, uh, the witches, like, are, like, hiding, and they see, like, the firefighters who are, like, dealing with, like, I guess whatever alarm was set off by the sprinklers going off, and, and like, they're like, oh, they're in black robes, and, (laughs) and they, uh, and they come out at night. These must be witch hunters. Uh, then we get some, like, some more exposition, like, they explain that the witches, like, tell each other, like, the magic that brings them back to life will only work on All Hallows' Eve, and they, and it, they will die when sun, when sun rises, when the sun rises, so, but they can circumvent that by, uh, essentially get, getting that whole use potion thing working again. Uh, so, in order to do that, they need to get the book, they need to get some kids to steal, uh, that's the base of this whole scene. Sarah just yeah. eats something, I don't know what, off the ground. I don't think she knows what. Oh, she doesn't know and she doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cut back to the kids it, where what? Oh no, I was gonna say like yeah when it when it switches back over. It's something I didn't catch the first time around, but that I did notice uh, the second time I, uh, my second time through the movie here in a minute when they have Binks telling the kids about uh, the witches and his sister and everything. He's sitting on her grave, huh? Which yeah, I was like oh when I finally noticed it, I was like oh that's just good storytelling. Oh, I didn't notice he was on her grave before. 
Yeah, that comes back later on too. I'll bring it up when it happens again. But yeah. Yeah, I remember. Th- I know. I know that part that you're talking about, but I didn't realize he was sitting on her grave right then. Poor kitty. That's not a kitty. Yeah. Uh, Thackeray finishes explaining the situation to the kids. Uh, so Max's first, first like uh, conclusion, which frankly not a bad one to jump to, is to burn the Necronomicon, but you you can't burn that with mortal flame. Uh, <laughs> so like he tries to do it, but it doesn't work, and. The witches come over. The witches are head over. They're flying. They can't land because the graveyard is hallowed ground, but they can do whatever they want as long as they're on the brooms. Yeah. yeah it's say, like, they can't touch down on the ground, yeah. but. Winnie says the title of the film. Uh, title drop. Yeah, and she does a spell. And the ground starts shaking, and the dead rises. Specifically, like, one literally, dead. the entire casket shoots up out of the ground. Oh yeah, and out comes Billy. Uh, a quick note on Billy is Billy basic. Throughout most of this, most of the movie, Billy can't really talk. He's got his mouth sewn shut. So, like, the actor playing him basically played him like a silent film actor. He was, like, experienced in miming and all that. Ooh, there we go. Okay, yeah. Which, yeah, he does... The actor does a good job with it, too. Which... So, hey, good choice. It worked out. Yeah, Billy... tries to fight against him, but he very quickly gets his head knocked off. I mean, you can't blame the guy. He just got resurrected. Yeah. Cut him a little slack. I don't know, man. Being dead for a while is no reason to lose your head. You know? Oh. Steven. (laughs) (laughs) I know you can't see me, but I'm shaking my head at the camera. Yeah, that's fair. The kids get away, and they end up in the Salem Crypt. Which I think they say connects to the sewers. I guess uh, so. I don't know. They're yeah, in, they end up in the sewers. I guess that. Thanks, like establishes he's familiar with this whole area because like he hunts for mice down here, mice and rats or whatever. Uh, uh, they. Uh, Billy is able to get. They cut back to uh, the witches. Billy gets his head back and. The witches decide they need to steal some kids to get some life. Uh, And then a bus stops in front of them. And there's a bus driver. A very affectionate bus driver. I would say an extremely horny bus driver. Oh my god. (laughs) This this guy is... like. (laughs) In fairness, it is a funny scene, but yeah, this dude... (laughs) <laughs> this dude knows what he's here for. Yeah. Uh, this bus drive. They're like, you mentioned it before, but like, she's like, "Hey, we need some kids," and I'm. He's like, "Well, uh, if uh, it'll take me a while, but I think I can do that, or something like that." Uh, 
and like the horny bus driver like talks with them a bit explains what a bus is and yeah they do like ask what 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 is this and he like spits out the window and is like it's called a bus think he's more preoccupied with the fact that Sarah's sitting in his lap. <laughs> I mean... Uh, so... Where was I? Uh, fuck, I lost my place in the notes. Uh, yeah, so... They get on the bus, they, they get a ride. Meanwhile, uh... Billy's, like, tracking down the kids... They get out of the crypts. Uh, I kind of lose my place here, but... They open up a manhole cover to look around, and Binks hops out and immediately gets run over by actually the same the same bus that the Sandersons are in, which is a, a good coincidence. Cur bus. <laughs> but it is like a solid minute of the kids sitting there going, well, wait, crap, what do we do now? Oh, before his body like reinflates itself or reinflates itself and he just goes, See, I told you I can't die. That <laughs> he's just so aggravated. Yeah, like he's like, not again. Banks has definitely gotten hit by plenty of buses, as I've mentioned before. Oh yeah, for sure. I Cannot begin to imagine the myriad of ways he has deceased. Uh, let's see. Uh, he... Which, which I am glad the movie doesn't turn into a running joke. If I remember right, I think this is like the only time it happens. Yeah. So it's... there's that. It's enough to to drive home that it's a thing. But like, yeah, it's not like watching uh, Torchwood where they do that where Jack dies in like every episode. Huh. <laughs> Well, I've never seen Torchwood, so I guess I'm thankful. There you go. I don't think I've ever seen Torchwood either. It's, I mean, if you're a Doctor Who fan, it's alright, but... Like, I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever actually watched it. That's fair. The horny bus driver drops off the uh, witches in front of a house, and there's all sorts of kids running around in costumes. And they're very confused because what are these strange small things? They think they're <laughs> hobgoblins. Uh, yeah, there are no kids, but we see all of these weird little monsters, which... I mean, that's kids. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> what are these strange small humans? Uh, they then see, yeah, like, a guy know. in a devil costume at like, at, like, the front of a house, and they're like, Oh shit, it's Satan. Hell yeah. This is such a weird tangent though. Yeah, it's uh, it's a weird one. Like he's just totally fine with this whole bit. It's with this random woman appearing in his house. Yeah, like if it were if it were just a minute or two of them going, "Oh, hey, Satan," and like then that was ultimately the end of it. I feel like the scene would have been fine. But like they go into his house, they're hanging out for a while. His the guy's wife doesn't like that they're there. Because they're hitting on her husband. Yeah. Uh, there's like a whole bit where we're like, he starts dancing with one of them and she thinks he's cheating on her. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, I'm with Steven. This little bit could have been clipped out and it would have been fine. Yeah, like the whole rest of the movie is is pretty good, like we've been saying, but like this scene, like why is this here? What purpose do you serve? <laughs> the only reason I can see them including this scene is like to help them eventually come to the conclusion of, oh, this is the present day, things are different now, but That's true, because it is like this. right after they leave that they figure out what's going on, so or maybe like foreshadowing, maybe like what, uh, where they actually got their powers from? Because did we know up until then? Did they already uh, they specifically got them from Satan? that they sold their souls? But I don't think it had been explicitly linked to Satan yet. Right. So maybe it's like a little hint because they're calling him like Master or Mister. Master. Yeah. So it's like, oh, maybe this is where they get their power from. Yeah. I don't well, know. Thankfully, the scene ends while they're inside. <laughs> though some kids do steal their brood. Oh, yeah, that, that bit was fun, because, like, they see, like, oh, cool brooms, and they, like, run off with them, and I think you hear, like, a sound effect of, the fl- a flying sound effect it, when they yeah, run you off do. screen. Which, the kids are only on screen for a couple seconds, so it's like a blink and you miss it kind of thing, but I think, because it's three little girls, and I yeah. think they're dressed as the Sanderson sisters. Oh, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like I said, they're only on screen for a few seconds, so it's blink and you miss it. But the main, the like main girl of the three looks like she's got like basically kid version of Winnie's makeup on. Meanwhile, while the witches are off doing that, the kids are off trying to like tell adults about what's going on. First, they like go to a cop, and or what they think is the cop. Yeah, and he's like, his initial response is, "Hey, so uh." You're a virgin? He's just being weird. And eventually they give up on him and go somewhere else. But, like, at the end of the scene, like, his girlfriend comes by and we find out that he's just a guy dressed as a cop. It's his costume. Uh, Proving that not only are cops bastards, people dressed like cops. Yeah, cop impersonating is probably one of the worst crimes because... The main reason someone would do that is so they can get away with doing the shit cops get away with, which is, you know, shooting dogs, uh, harassing people. I mean, let's not back on track. (laughs) Yeah. Although I did find out something funny. Um, You know how uh, Max keeps getting called a virgin all through this movie. There's not a sequel movie, but there was a sequel book. Huh. That was released, and Binks returns oh. at one point, and it actually involves uh, Max and Allison's daughter, All right. teenage daughter, because she doesn't believe they apparently they don't like Halloween, and they uh, they've told her the story of what happened with the Sanderson sisters. She thinks they're making it up, and eventually she runs into Binks, and Binks greets her by going, "Well, hello, Poppy. I'm guessing your dad is no longer a virgin." Dang. Okay. Well, all right then. <laughs> It's like, damn, 25 years later and you're still harping on the kid being a virgin. (laughs) Skipping ahead a bit, uh, when he finally figures out that that now Hallows Eve is like a holiday that people do for fun and like people wear costumes, that's what's going on. Uh, The kids go down to like track down Max and Danny's parents 
at like this big Halloween party. Uh, yeah, and this is this is when we get my favorite line from their dad, who's there dressed as a vampire and <laughs> Oh god damn it, I know what you're gonna say now. God damn it. <laughs> when Max finds him, he's like, Dad, Dad, he's like, No, it's Count Dad Kula. <sighs> That's such a you line, Steven. Of course you'd like that one. <laughs> of course the guy who runs Dad Jokes Twitter would love that bit. Right? <laughs> oh. Hmm. Okay. No, I'm good. Okay. Okay. Are you sure? But they didn't coordinate, though, which bugs me, because the dad, their dad is there as Dracula, or Dadcula, and their mom is there as Madonna. Which, I mean, I'm not saying couples have to coordinate, but, like, it feels like these are so different. It was a lot. It was a missed opportunity. But anyway, yeah, they try to tell the adults that there's something going on, and the the Sandersons show up at the party. Um. So Max decides, okay, well, I'll just try to get everybody to listen, and because like the the party's got a band off in the background, which. In fairness to them, they are a pretty good band, singing pretty well. Anyway, uh, so he steals the singer's microphone and tries to do the whole, like, guys, the Sanderson sisters are back, and look, they're right here, but does not count on the fact that when he is played by Bette Midler, who knows exactly how to handle a crowd, and uh, basically just turns it into a whole musical number. Because it's freaking Bette Midler. You can't have her in a movie and not have a musical number. Yeah, which in fairness is a really fun scene. But basically she uses the opportunity to like I'm assuming this is her casting a spell, but um casts a spell and makes it so the adults like just can't stop partying. Oh, that's what's going on. Okay. Yeah. Cause like there's there's some witch like Mumbo Jumbo worked into the song and at some point she even says like dance, dance until you die, but is like framed as her being theatrical so like i'm pretty sure that's supposed to be what it is okay yeah it's a fun sequence let's see billy shows up during this whole thing the kids get away they're now sitting behind they're now all behind a seafood place and suddenly allison gets an idea on how to handle these witches Leading to, again, another really good scene. Yeah. They head out to the high school, and when the witches come across the school, one of them's like, oh, it's a prison for children. And I mean, not wrong. Yep. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah. Uh, like, Max, like, starts, like, scaring them by, like, by, like, speaking into an intercom. I don't remember the bits he does here. One of them's like, I'm Peter Laurie Jr. or whatever. Uh, and there's like, there's like sound coming from somewhere. The witches follow it. They find out it's a boom box. And then the kids show up. They lock them in place. And it turns out the room that the witches have just been locked in is a kiln. It's an incinerator. Yeah. They get burned to death. Which, yeah, again, we, like, see them starting to burst into flame. 
It's a, it's a hell of a scene. And then it uh, cuts outside and just a huge cloud of green smoke, which you're supposed to assume is from them burning up, like collects around above the school. The fountain in that scene where Allison and Danny are dancing, apparently that is the fountain from the Friends opening. No! Nobody uh, told me life was going to be this way. <laughs> <laughs> so, the witches are dead. Everything's good. Ding the dong. movie's over. The, don't pay attention to the runtime. The movie's over. <laughs> uh... You know, actually, the kids do have, like, a friend-style, like, dancing slash celebrating in the field next to the school. Yeah. So, it being the friend's fountain kind of makes sense now. <laughs> but uh, Danny decides that she's going to adopt Binks and that she'll look after him and her kids will look after him and their kids and their kids. Yeah. It's just so sweet, though, how he thinks he's going to have to leave him and they're like, no, come back. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's but nice... yeah, no, they go to, they all go to Max and Danny's house and like, basically, it's, it's, I think like two or three in the morning at this point. So they all just kind of like, find somewhere comfortable in, da in Max's room and all go to sleep, which is when Danny's telling Binks about the whole, my family's going to take care of you forever. And he's, <laughs> he like, he hops up into her arms to snuggle. But first he's like, wait, you're going to turn me into one of those fat contented house cats, aren't you? <laughs> and she's like, yep. Yep. Yeah, basically. But all is not well. There's still half an hour left of, of movie left. The witches live. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, the, the shot of the big green smoke cloud forming above the school, I think it's literally that same footage run in reverse because it shows the smoke cloud, like, basically condensed back into the school. Mm-hmm. And then the door just gets blasted off the kiln as they're coming out, like, kind of smoking. Mm -hmm. Extra! It's it's incredible. Uh, so the witches, I guess, head home to, like, form a new plan. And they, they come across Jay and Ice, who are up at 3 yeah. a.m. They've teepeed a place. Ice <laughs> is stuffed with candy. Uh... They chat Mary, like, <laughs> sniffing at the shoes, which I guess is how they found them, mm -hmm. because they think that it's Max. Right, right. They were sniffing for kids again. Uh, and, like, as they're having this whole exchange, Jay calls them ugly, which is not the thing you want to say to three powerful witches. So we cut ahead to the th these uh, two bullies locked in cages in the museum. <laughs> and it's yeah, the cages I love the cages are like comically too small for the guys so yeah, like their arms and legs are hanging out yeah they're these tiny little bird cages in like just like hanging off the ground and the witches they're trying to remember this recipe uh, Sarah is able to nail it but they don't trust or care so they yeah. realize yeah so they're just like it's no use. They, we need the book. We need to get that book back. Uh, let's see. Cut ahead to 5 a.m. back at uh, uh, 
Max and Danny's house. Uh. Uh. Max and, uh. Allison wake up. They realize. Is it's 5 a.m. Allison's like. Ah. It's 5 a.m. Oh, damn it. And. So. They decide just to kill some time. They open up the book. And just start reading. And wouldn't you know it, opening the book sends a giant glowing light uh, to in the sky that the witches can spot and track down. Yeah, basically doubles as a bat signal, apparently. Or I guess witch signal, but still. <laughs> it, it fucking put a... It put a marker on Winnie's mini-map. <laughs> Uh, they, like, the witches are, like, are, like, at a loss because if they can't get the book, they can't bring, they can't extend their lives. They're doomed. But then the light comes, and they get some ideas. Uh, first they start looking around for something they can use to get around. They, and once you know it, the supply closet is still fully stocked. I love this part, man. Yeah. So we get a whole sequence of them flying away, one at a time. First, it's Winnie and the good old traditional broom. Then comes Sarah, who is using a mop. And finally, it's Mary with a vacuum cleaner that (laughs) runs as she's using it to fly. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, it does. It run. It's just, it's running as she's flying. So, yeah, I forgot about that part. The little cord dangling behind her. Yeah, it's running, and it's not even plugged in. Magic. Uh, the witch, the witches are able to, like, reach the house. And I'm not sure exactly what happens next. Uh, I know... Uh, Max and Allison are, like, looking around in the pantry, and there's, like, some very obvious product placement for 7-Up and Sugar in the Raw. Uh, not the salt, though. Not the salt that they use throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, Uh, weird. No Morton Salt- they didn't get the Morton Salt sponsorship. Uh, Uh, but yeah, they grab the salt, they're like, Hey, we can use this to repel the witches. They, it's like a thing. Uh, and also, we're dating now. I mean, I'd argue on that, but like they do almost kiss. Or I think hearing a noise upstairs, I forget what it is that stops them. But the witches, the witches are here. Uh, Winnie grabs the book and does a book hadoken on <laughs> on uh, Max. <laughs> Allison, however, is able to protect herself by just, like, throwing salt everywhere. Which, again, I feel like they... Because it shows her spin around and, like, spread some salt around twice. And I feel like it's using the same shot both times. But, hey, whatever. I mean, it's the early 90s. But even though Allison's able to protect herself, she isn't able to protect Danny, who the witches steal away. Oh... They also completely destroy the cool drums. Rest in peace. Uh, 
Oh yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, when when she casts fireball and hits Max, he like gets shot back into the into him, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They they get completely ruined, and like they fly out the wall. They just like smash through the wall. Yeah. Then we get a little scene of Sarah calling forth all the children of Salem by uh, singing. Some old folk song that's go that goes like, "Come, little children." Da, 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 da. You get the idea. I'm gonna <laughs> include it as the intro. Oh, there we go. Okay. Allison is able to like figure out that that uh, the witches only have until dawn to like get their potion ready and start sucking out youth. And Max finally has a good idea. Finally. <laughs> Which, like, not that, I, not that I don't like him. He's a good character. He's a good dude. But, like, every idea he's had so far in this movie has been either horribly wrong, like bringing back the witches, or just something that seems like an NRI idea but doesn't work out. Like, he started this whole thing. Yeah. The witches are... Back in their back in their home, they're brewing the potion. Uh, Binks got shoved into a bag, and Danny's helpless. Which is Binks hanging over the fire or just next to it? I couldn't quite tell. Uh, I didn't really notice. They they're like trying to feed the potion to Danny so they can get that youth from her. Uh, then. Max and Allison show up and in like a in like some big truck or some trucker sedan or something and Max is able to like trick them by having Allison like turn on the headlights and make it look like it's daylight. <laughs> Those are some powerful headlights. Yeah, well, when they go back outside, he's got, like, a an orange sticker over it or something like that to make it look a little bit more like Dawn. Oh, so that makes sense. He, he, it looks like he's peeling something off of him. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, the witches, like, panic and, like, hide. At, they, like, faint or, like, cower something. But while yeah. they're busy doing that, uh, they get Danny and uh, Binks back. And they do spot Jay and Ice, who are still stuck in the cages. And <laughs> as as just desserts, uh, uh, Max steals back his shoes. Finally. Yeah, and they're left, Jay and Ice are left to die. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of. It's not important. I'm sure someone finds it later. It's whatever. We do find what happens to the or find out what happens to them in the sequel book. Do we? Okay. Well, there's that. All I right. assume that means they live. Okay. Uh, yeah, Jay becomes the high school principal, and uh, Ice become or I may have them switched up, but one of them becomes the high school principal, and the other one becomes like a forest ranger. Huh, all huh. right. Like that tracks down and helps people who are lost because he remembered feeling lost and alone. Okay. Oh, dang. So they shape up a little bit. 
I guess. Uh... The principal one does wind up being a little bit of a dick, though, because he remembers yeah. Max didn't come back for him. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I'd be a little put off, too. Yeah. Yeah. Max is able to, like, dump out the potion so they can't, like, get young again. And as they... As they, like, head off, uh, they head off and then the witches realize that what's going on. And they start looking around. There's just enough potion left to steal the youth from one child. And wouldn't you know it, all the kids have come back. But Winnie, being Winnie, doesn't want to just take it from any kid. She wants Danny's youth for revenge reasons. This is what leads to their downfall. She could just take literally any of the dozens of kids that they've got, and they'd be fine. They'd have all the time in the world, but... Yeah. They could hypothetically live forever. Um, but witches are as witches do, and witches are extra. So <laughs> they fly off to, like, to, like, get Danny back and take her youth away. The kids head off to the graveyard because it's hallowed ground and the witches can't walk there. And, uh, wouldn't you know it, uh, as they're, like, retreating to the graveyard, they run into Billy again. Uh, so Max... Honestly, it feels like he disappeared from the movie for a while because I kind of forget what was going on with him. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Billy's here. Max points a knife at him, but like, but Billy's able to. Babel, Billy has mastered the art of CQC and is able to counter him. Yeah. Uh, and the witches catch up. Uh, Winnie demands Billy to bring Danny to her, but instead of doing that, Billy takes Max's knife and he cuts the stitches on his mouth open and like all these like like dust and moss fly out which I'll just a note did involve they were real dust and moss just oh, stuffed okay. in mouth for this scene that that only further convinces me of the fact that I'm pretty sure in a modern remake Billy would be played by Johnny Depp no right? absolutely not horrible i will not <laughs> i will not accept this Fuck that. Uh, I just I feel like it happened though. Yeah, no, I don't want it to be though. I mean, Ski Ulrich is right there. Uh, Meh. So yeah, uh, yeah, and like Billy just like turns on the witches and helps out the kids. Yeah, they hide out in Billy's grave. They put a salt circle around it so the witches can't get into it. Uh, they start throwing salt at the witches. Uh, see, they there's a bit of a fight. Winnie is able to kick Billy's head off again. And <laughs> Poor Billy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, at some Dan- point in there, Billy tells her to go to hell, and she says, I've been there, and it was lovely. And, like... Oh. Yeah. Enjoyed hell. Why are you so hell- why are you so bent on being alive again? Like just 
go back and keep having fun. It's it's the principle of the thing, you see. That's fair. Also, real quick, just another random trivia thing, if I can stick in real quick. Um, no. Because we were just talking about Johnny Depp doing Billy, or how we think Johnny, or Steven and I think Johnny Depp should do Billy. Uh, a couple other casting choices. Uh, Leo DiCaprio was almost Thackeray. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. That- I genuinely thought it was Leo for like a hot minute. He wound up passing up this film because it was too family friendly and he actually wound up getting nominated for What's Eating Gilbert Grape that year. Matt. Uh, Jennifer Lopez auditioned for the role of Sarah. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then Cloris Leachman was originally their first choice to play Winifred, not Bette Midler. <laughs> nice. Okay. I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Keep. Uh- it's good to have this stuff in the podcast. Um, uh, so yeah, there's like a bit of a tussle. Uh, at some point, Danny gets out of the salt circle and when he's able to snatch her up. Nice, Danny. Yeah, I forget what it was that prompted her to leave. I think she was, was trying it? to, she was trying to get Billy's head back for him. Oh, that's right. okay. That's right. Right, okay. Uh, so, I mean, intentions were good, but really, kid? Yeah. Uh, Binks Your knocks family th- breaks things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Binks knocks out the potion, and Max catches it. And we're thrown into a little hostage situation. Max has a potion. When he has Danny, what's going to happen? Absolutely wrecked. Right after that, though. Yeah. What Max decides to do is drink the potion, which means Max has to give up his life instead of Danny. And he starts, like, glowing because, I guess, his soul is ready to be sucked out. Uh, And, like, there's a whole bit about how, where Winnie calls him a fool for giving up his own life, uh... Max is still trying to resist, though. He's not just giving up and sacrificing. Yeah, uh, but it's, at least it makes sure that Danny is safe. Yeah. Uh, Mary, like, goes over to help out Winnie, but, like, Allison, Danny, and Billy are able to grab onto the vacuum cord she's been riding on. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I know Sarah, like, tries to grab on and take it and help her out. Uh, and then Dawn comes. And what happens next is the kids let go of the cord. Uh, uh, Mary and Sarah accidentally knock Winnie off her broom. And when he's like clawing at Max to steal the youth from him, but... She's on hallowed ground. It's dawn. She calls for the... Her last words are to call for the book before she is re- turned into a statue. Yeah. While the other two just explode, like... Winnie turns into a statue and then, like, a solid minute or two later explodes. Mm-hmm. I think it's because she set, actually set foot on the ground, though, didn't she? Yeah. That might be it, yeah. Yeah. Either that or a combination of it and getting some of Max's soul. 
Yeah. Which, right. do you think that shortened Max's lifespan at all? I feel like it probably did. Maybe by five or six years. Yeah. Just a little 79 bit. instead of 85. Yeah. The witches are defeated. The sun is risen. It's November 1st. And Billy can once again rest. Yeah, like he doesn't... It's not like he collapses and dies. He literally like hops into the empty hole of his grave and just yawns and lays down. So I guess he's technically still alive and just sleeping now. Yeah. Let's see. The kids look around for Banks and they realize Banks is dead. But not just dead. He's free. They see his ghost and they see his sister's ghost and Binks is finally able to reunite with his family. It's it's sweet, but it's sad, too. I know. (laughs) Danny's crying. Max and Allison are crying. We're crying. crying. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not a pretty picture. (laughs) They walk off into the sunrise. And we get one last joke about the virgin stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get a little epilogue. The adults wake up (laughs) to wake up from the night of their lives. You don't want to know what happened in that party. It was... I do like the detail that, like, all of the adults are, like, tired and probably sore because they were dancing for so long. Except for Max and Danny's mom, who's just like, yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) and also steven you might like this there's a i think they're called freeform where they did like a almost did like a disney sing-alongs pop-up trivia kind of thing for the movie yeah one of the things that they did is they can't they had a running counter of how many times the word version is said oh my god Uh oh i did notice at one of because it it we didn't really mention it because it wasn't important, but like it cut back over to the party a couple times. Just by the way, the adults are still dancing. During one of those shots, is someone in a Tron costume? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I missed that the first time around. Um, I had to rewind and pause because I was like, "Hang on a sec, <laughs> hold up." We see that Jay and Ice are still trapped in museum in the woods. They're singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat and Around. Yeah. <laughs> Those poor guys. And yeah. so is the book, which opens its yeah. eye. And then the movie ends. Which I feel like that's supposed to be like foreshadowing something, but neither. I guess maybe if they had like done the, if they had actually made the book, like the sequel book into a movie, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I've heard rumors that they're planning a sequel now. Yeah, they. it's been a bit of a... So, I think Is it a sequel or a reboot? It's Honestly, It's, it's been flipping back and forth whether to make it a okay. sequel or a reboot. Um, right. Either way, it would probably be on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's where it's supposed to be released. Uh, yeah, I... I don't know. Um... Also, the random trivia I found earlier was uh, there is apparently a drag show parody. <gasps> of okay, yeah, that actually that makes sense. Yep. Huh. It is 
Pokem Pokem, starring Jesus Christ, Jinx Monsoon, and Holstar. Well, Goodness. all right then. Let me just say that the phrase, I'm looking at the description right now, and the phrase, is that a teenage boy in a talking cat or a big lesbo in a twink in a body stocking? Uh, yes. Um, I'm <laughs> not sure I like this anymore. <laughs> when the wicked and impossibly old Manderson drag sisters are no. resurrected from the grave, they embark upon a plan to suck the souls from the leaf, plump, and chip-buddy-fed bodies of Britain's rising drag starlets. This sucks. <laughs> oh my god. In this age of online makeup tutorials, how can we tell the freshly beaten from the walking dead? Um, well, thank you for that information. I, um, I wish I hadn't found it, but now I need to share the love, so. I do not respect drag. Maybe at one point I would have, but I do not anymore. Um... There was a place in my hometown that did a really good drag show. And if you tried messing with the performers, they would roast the shit out of you. Nice. Okay, so... We might as well start reading some questions. Yeah, we got a fair yep. amount this time around. Yeah. That's that's good to look forward to. Uh, if you want to send in a question, uh, you can do so at... At uh, our Discord, which is linked in the show notes of every episode. And um, now that we have a Twitter, we should probably we should probably make sure to start putting out a post there too. Yeah. Now I think of it. Yeah, probably. True. I realized that a couple hours ago, and I was like, "Oh, well, dang." <laughs> okay, some reading off some questions. Our first is from. Uh, Good friend and Strangers Fiction co-host, Casey. Okay. Uh, had the world not been on fire for most of the year, what would your Halloween costumes be? Could be as basic or as extravagant as you want. Also, cosplay does equal costume in, for this question. Oh, hmm. and a follow-up. Just for fun, you also have to dress up as a Disney character, but specifically... One from the one of the four films that have been covered so far in this podcast. I feel like the easy answer for me is going to be Milo, since it means I get to just dress kind of schlubby. And I'm always a sucker for a costume that actually lets me incorporate my glasses into it. All right. I would be Mole. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier, but I forgot what... Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, right. Radigan fursuit. Duh. There. Um, okay, yeah. Also good. Go. Captain Moomin asks, what's a Halloween movie or scary movie generally that scared you as a kid, but you think is silly now? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. My dad decided to let have me and my brother watch when I was like, I think like six or seven. And my brother was like four or five because he got tired of us making him watch kid movies. Uh, for me, even though I never saw it as a kid, I was absolutely terrified at the concept of the child's play movies. Because, hey, I'm a kid. I have toys. I don't want my yeah, toys no, to kill I'm, me. 
Yeah, no, that's super fair. I never saw them because of precisely that. Then when I was older, I was like, oh, wait, no. Like yeah, it's just a fucking goofy-ass toy with a gravelly voice. It's There's some goofy-ass movies. Cat, uh, you have any? Yeah, I'm thinking, because I know one movie, and I know this because I was actually talking about it with my family yesterday when I was call- FaceTiming them, but apparently the Black Cauldron scared the shit out of me as a kid. Ah, like just that. the trailer like mom would say just the trailer would come on if we were watching a completely different movie and i would just leave the room dude that's fair Did I, actually I, to this day, I still haven't seen that movie because i refuse to watch it i would just leave the room if it if the trailer came on right i also remember being afraid of uh the grinch the the jim carrey grinch movie though i've never seen that in oh that's years. valid that's uh, valid Surprisingly enough, when I was little, I watched Jurassic Park too. But the only part that scared me was Nedry's death, when it was him versus the spitter. Nothing else in the movie bothered me, but that was what made me upset: was the spitter. I don't remember Jurassic Park ever scaring me because I definitely saw it when I was a kid. But yeah. I feel like it was just like, oh heck yeah, dinosaurs! Right. Uh, I, I will say for non-horror movies, um. Starship Troopers, for some reason, had me convinced for, like, a while that if I went to play on the computer, there would be one of those bugs under the desk. Ooh. All right. I mean, I would also be scared by American fascism. Or also uh, that. Pretty- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Friggin' right. psychic Neil Patrick Harris. All right. Uh, all right. Another is, if applicable, had- what... Oh, oh no! I'm sorry. I was no. You keep going. Okay, no. I was gonna hop back up because Deep Sea had one spoiled, saying if you could only cast uh, any one curse, but only that one curse, what would it be? And I'm gonna go with uh, fuck, but that's the wrong kind of curse. So, right? Did they mean like magic curse or? Yeah, not swear words. I mean, my, my favorite. My favorite is still shit. It's versatile, but there. <laughs> I would summon ten thousand rats. Ooh! Oh crap! What's that movie? Uh, Willard? Not Willard. Yeah, Willard. Ah, I never actually saw it because it was something that, like, back in the days of VHS, where they'd put a few previews at the beginning, and right, I never skipped them for some reason. So I never, I forgot about it for a long time and never actually saw it. Huh. I've never heard of this movie. It's some dude who has like an army of mice. Rats. Okay. Rats. Basically he sways this. He has like this bond with this one rat in particular, Ben. And basically he winds up getting this swarm of rats to like do his bidding and attack the people that have been bullying him. Okay. All right. Mine would probably be some variation of sleep curse so that I could join in and take a nap. All right. Dude, right? (laughs) Hmm. Mine would be... It would either be something that would mess with someone's Tupperware, like just randomly Ah. disappear lids. Make it... Make anything just permanently stain it, even if it's not tomato-based. Oh right. It'll either permanently stain it or the lids will randomly not disappear, but they'll randomly shift to cover one of the other bins. So, like, you'll always be missing a few lids. Okay. 
or uh, resize them all by like just a little bit. So it's right. the thing where like if you've gotten them warped in the the washer or something where they'll they almost fit, but you can't. Well, they look get like they closed. fit, and the minute you put them in the fridge, you open up the fridge later, and they've popped open. That would probably be, or something involving ants. All right. <laughs> well, because I had an ant crawling on me this morning, because I was going to sit outside for a little bit, and I kept feeling like a tickle, and I thought it was just like a loose hair, and I looked down, and it, there was nothing there, and then I felt the tickle again, and I looked down, and finally, it was a stupid ant crawling around in my hand. Ugh. Yeah, that's annoying. So I would do that where every time the person looked away, though, another ant would appear. Okay. Slowly covered in ants. That's a pretty good curse. Damn. <laughs> See, it's not painful, but it's enough to drive them up the freaking wall. It's a little terrifying. Um, all right. And Sorry, but no, there was one more from Captain Moomin. Yeah. Yeah. Last question from Captain Moomin What's your favorite thing about Disney parks at Halloween? Uh, can't go this year, obviously, so I'm thinking about it. I cannot say. I have not been to a Disney park in a very long time, and I probably won't be for even longer. Yeah, we were going to go for Christmas this year. I've never been to the parks at Halloween, but, um, Grayson, for, like, a little while, was in a stint where he kept having us watch, like, um vlogs that people did from the halloween parties so i will say the parade that they the like yeah the parade they do for halloween is actually pretty all right yeah i've never been to a disney park at halloween whenever my family and i went it was always like on spring or summer break i mean like yeah like steven said you know i've seen the vlogs and the facebook video posts too so i mean it looks like it'd be a blast yeah, yeah, I guess if I were to go to Disney parks at any time, it would prefer preferably be in the winter months. I do not right. handle heat well. That is super fair. Plus and less crowded. Also that. Actually, thinking about it, like, there are three factors that keep me from wanting to visit, from being able to visit a Disney park, and those are money, heat, and my sciatica in my right thigh that keeps me unable to stand still for 30 minutes. Oh, oof. Oof. I mean, I guess technically you could always get Fast Pass. Because we did have that one year, and then it is worth it. All right. I mean, you're still going to wait in line a little bit, but it's not going to be, like, ridiculously long like it can be if you're in the normal line. Uh... Let's see, what else? Okay, yeah, I think that wraps things up. Yep. That um, was, yeah, that was it on the questions. All right. And as per our our movie agreement, movie selecting agreement, we are randomly selecting the next slot. Yeah. Uh, let me just see. Did, Stephen, have you, like, updated the list to... Yeah, um, I've... There may still be some stuff that's missing just because of how many are on it. So I think I pinned it on the general channel and Discord if right. anybody ever wants to take a look and see if we're missing anything. Right. Um, but for right now, there are 585 entries in the main section. And then we also have Halloween and Christmas uh, separately. And we've knocked out three of them. <laughs> yeah. Ow. All right. Well. 
Hang on, I'm having some trouble finding this. Oh, there we are. You didn't link it in general. You linked it in the uh, private channel, but anyways. Oh, whoops. Thought I had. I'll do it after we... Uh... I'll put it in At there after we pinned it in the main Steve channel. Steven. All right, so I meant to. I guess sure I thought that. Okay, we've cut out. All right, let me. Let's see. So, our next episode will be on November. Our next recording will be on November first, and that episode will be uploaded on November eighth. So let's take one from. The uh, main list. Uh, and yeah. I'll open up a random number generator. Oh, I've got one on uh, Google already pulled up if you want. Oh, cool. Yeah, go ahead yeah. and uh, select for us. All right. So officially hitting the uh, the generate button. And it gave me 318. So let's see what that is. Oh. Uh, 318 is... The 1998 Haunted Mansion film. Oh, goodness. All oh. right. All right. Going from one scary right. thing to another. Uh, was that the one with Eddie Murphy or was that in the 2000s? That, I think, is the one with Eddie Murphy. I think it is. What year did you say it was from? 98. I'm GTSing. Hang on. said haunted mansion not taint Nin what 98 1998 wait hang on did you put in the wrong year for this because looking yeah, at cause eddie murphy eddie murphy is 2003 yeah uh, that's and weird. 1998 have. haunted mansion is a hong kong horror film right <laughs> <laughs> i okay i don't know how that happened but yeah i must have gotten the wrong year in there because mainly the bulk of the list I just copied off of. Um, I just copied and pasted. Okay. I forget. So yeah, it must have had the wrong year. All right. Yeah, this one has like yeah that one, the Hong Kong one that has like deadly ghosts and possession and shit. <laughs> I mean, we can try that one. A little dark for Disney. <laughs> so the Eddie Murphy haunted mansion. Yeah. Two thousand three. <laughs> Only off. I mean, you were close. Five years. Yeah, That's not that bad. Enough. <laughs> and I'm just double checking Disney Plus. Oh, man. I just remembered in the ride and I assume probably the movie Madame Leota is voiced by the uh, the woman who does Maleficent. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've actually got a funny story about the ride, but I'll save that for the actual Haunted Mansion episode. Yeah, okay, I, have, I have never. I been basically on that MST three K the ride at like oh, six. Really? Years. It's oh. one of the ones I have to do every time I'm there. Oh yeah, but like when I was like six or seven, I MST three K it. <laughs> huh. All right. Yeah. So we'll be doing that next time. Uh, shall we take it to the close? Yeah. Yeah. And remember, you can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. Oh, girl, right. we gotta do plugs first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, y'all do your plugs. 
Yeah. Um, well, first off, we finally have a Twitter account for the show. Uh, we're at uh, Disney Minus Pod, which uh, I mean, it'll probably be in the show notes. Not now that we've recorded this episode, I'll make a uh, one of us can make a post in the Discord too. I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. From there, you can find my Twitter. You can find the other podcasts I'm on, which include Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, by the time you listen to this, uh, we'll, we'll have... We'll have talked about Dark Side of Dimensions or the recap or whatever. We finished Duel Monsters and the week after this recording, we well, two weeks after this recording, we start on Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Uh, you can listen to The Sonic Shuffle, a Sonic lore podcast I do with Morg and Devin, who are Hosts of two separate, distinct Hunter Hunter podcasts. Uh, <laughs> you can listen to Strangers Fiction, an actual play podcast, uh, mainly hosted by Cassidy. I am an, I am on some episodes. I do not think I have been on a recent episode. Uh, but yeah, the latest episode that's been uploaded at the time of this recording is uh, a session of For the Honor. A, I'm not familiar with this game. Uh, never mind. Anyways, uh, <laughs> and you can follow my art blog and my Kodash fee, where for as little as three dollars you can order a commission from me. And last but not least is Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Happy Halloween, Xbox. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Steven. Um, I have my joke Twitter at dad underscore tastic. And then my main Twitter, the, I don't know where I was going with that. My main Twitter account uh, at marshmallow, which is spelled like marshmallow, but it's got my name in it. And I'm Kat. Um, you can find me lurking on various discords under the name Zura. And once again, you can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Happy Halloween, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>